What's up and welcome to the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. I'm Andrea Clark, former family therapist turned network marketing leader and coach. I'm an attraction marketing expert, a top earner, and a mindset queen. I built my influence and business to the top using proven social media strategies and modern duplicatable systems, and I'm obsessed with helping you do the same. If you want to have true time leverage, boundaries, and fun in your business while rocking an abundance mindset, tune in each week for interviews, tips, and strategies that will help you trade hustling your face off for duplication, ease, and flow while still crushing every single one of your goals. So let's dive right in. What's up, anti-hustlers? Today, I'm going to talk about how to have a massively successful product launch. So we all know that product launches in our industry have the potential to really propel people into a new rank, um, double and triple volume in businesses, or product launches can kind of flop, okay? And I want to share with you two different ways that I have experienced product launches in my social selling career. So the first way that I experienced product launches, I had to drink some water. The first way that I have experienced product launches are in my first company. Now I'll give you the full honest background. It was a legacy company when I joined. There was already some saturation or there was saturation. Okay. And the products that we were launching for the most part, 90% of them were products that were already being done somewhere else or in the health and wellness industry in general. They were excellent products, still love the products. Um, but they were already like we were launching versions of something that were already being done. Okay. We did launch a few things that had never been done before. So that was really cool. But that's an important point that I'm going to explain in a minute. Okay. So just take note of that. Um, that's very important. Okay. Market, market, um, market need is important. Okay. So there was that piece. That was one thing. The second thing is that Um, I was a leader with the company, but only tippy top leaders could try the new products. And um, none of the tippy top leaders would come up with like a pre-sale plan or a pre-launch plan or like a teaser plan. And it had to be a secret. Now, I don't know if that was the company policy or not. And I know some companies have that kind of policy, which honestly, I think is a horrible marketing plan. But Um, it was always a secret until it was launched at the convention. Okay. And so then what would happen was we'd be sitting in the arena, fervently texting and, you know, social media messaging, all of our current customers, all of our wholesale buyers, all of our downline who wasn't there and then messaging our 100 person list of people who maybe hadn't purchased yet. Oh my gosh, this amazing promo, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. 
That was literally our plan. It wasn't really a plan. It was a strategy. And yes, I would see a jump in my business for that one month, but it would always fall back the next month. And a huge piece being in the legacy company, which I know we are in the era of so many new companies. Okay. So that's very different, right? It is the date today is like uh, February 9th, 2023. So we are in an era of many new companies and even like older companies being smart and launching newer products, newer innovative products. But um, my volume the next month would backslide and I'd be scrambling and hustling to figure out how to make up for it. Okay. It did not feel sustainable. And then the other piece that I was going to say is a bunch of our sales would come from our downline buying. Now, doesn't mean that that's not a part of sales. Like, duh, part of how it works is you, you know, your team is a product of the product. They're loyal customers as well as business builders. Okay. But in that particular company, a huge part of our business growth was like making sure our downline was buying things, which I am not okay with. It makes me very uncomfortable. So that is how I used to experience product launches. Okay. Let's fast forward to where I am now. And I want to talk about being strategic. I have learned strategy. I've learned how to be very strategic in how I do my business. In my old company, I was not learning strategy. Okay. I learned a system I learned a fairly outdated system. It had worked for people 13 years before me, 10 years before me, five years before me, but it it worked for me to a point. It worked for me like my first year. And then I really struggled the rest of the time and was having to like triple the activity in my syst in the system we were taught to even maintain what I had. That's not a strategy, you guys. Okay. That's not strategic. Um, It's, and so my experience currently and what I'm going to teach you to really have a strategic product launch and to use product launches as leverage to create momentum and, you know, double, triple, quadruple your volume, rank advance, and not just you, but your team, you need a couple of things for a recipe. So I want you to think about like, um, if you bake cookies, okay. Um, what do you need to bake? In fact, let me do a different example, you guys, because I like to bake protein, gluten-free protein banana bread. Okay. Like (laughs) that is my jam. My daughter loves it. So in order to bake this gluten-free, delicious protein, chocolate chip banana bread that she devours, um, I need a couple of things. I need the vegan protein I use. I need the, you know, chocolate chips. I need two really ripe bananas. I need the gluten-free flour that I use. I need um, the eggs. I need the agave. I need the couple of other little, you know, the salt, the butter, and um, I believe a little bit of baking soda and baking powder. Okay. So I need all those things or else if I don't use one of those things, then the bait, the banana bread is not going to come out right. Okay. It's going to either come out saggy or too hard, or it's not going to rise or whatever. All right. It's not going to come out right. It might still come out, um, semi edible. She might be able to push through and eat it, but she's not going to enjoy it. It's not going to be mind blowing. 
and it's just not going to be fully right. So what I'm trying to describe to you is like the perfect formula or the perfect recipe to really skyrocket your business and your team's business. So here's the perfect formula. So if in a perfect world, you could really pick everything you needed to leverage product launches to completely propel your business, here is what you would need. Okay. You would need a strategic, you would need to partner with a very strategic company. And you guys know, I always do real talk with you. So like all companies say they're strategic. Okay. That's not really true though. Okay. Um, when I say strategic company, I mean, they're producing products that no one else is doing in the marketplace. Okay. They have science that nobody else has, or a, if it's not science, a product that really nobody else is doing. Okay. Like a technology or some sort of innovation that nobody else is doing because you need to create marketplace demand. If, so I'll use protein as an example. I was using one kind of protein like two weeks ago and somebody gave me a sample of another kind of protein. Both are vegan, but one tastes better than the other. Do you think I very easily switched? Absolutely. So when you have something that has a lot of competition, it's easy for people to walk away from those products and redirect their spending somewhere else. So when you create marketplace demand and you are, you are presenting a solution to a problem and nobody else is presenting that solution or very few are presenting a solution, you now have obliterated any competition. This is so important in our industry now and also just the social selling space and even most importantly, the digital marketing space because everybody has shiny object syndrome, looking at all the things, hitting the buy now button, and you want them to hit your buy now button. And the only way you're going to do that is if you're offering something that they're not seeing everywhere else. Marketplace demand, okay? So when you partner with a company that understands that concept and is without your team strategy, just the the company alone is strategically launching products or an offer that no one else is offering, you already have the upper hand. So that's the first thing. The next thing is that the company needs to be willing to give the field leaders a certain amount of uh, info um, to run with. There needs to be a runway. So that means a very collaborative corporate team. So I've been in a company where I've only been in two. I've been in a company where there's not a lot of collaboration. It's only the tippy top leaders who get to know what the new products are and they don't create a, they don't create a presale plan or a teaser plan or anything, which you guys presale and teaser plans are hot. Like people get so much FOMO and they're like, I need to know what this is. I need to know. And so it leaves so much money on the table, so much money on the table. So being a part of a company that sees the value in collaborating with the field 
on how can we create the most momentum possible and allowing the field to influence them in this is invaluable. So like the corporate team that I work with um, in my company, like they come to us and ask us, like, what do you need? They track our team sales numbers and realize that when we give these leaders some information to run with, they create big pre-sale lists, they create big teaser um, and big momentum. And then when we drop the pre-sale or we drop the order day, like they already have an abundance of people who are ready to order and volume like times times 10 that day. That wouldn't happen if we were reactively just sending out a bunch of messages and doing a post from that point forward. Yeah, would we still have a bump in volume, but not to the magnitude that we do. It's all about strategy. And part of that strategy is the fact that corporate works so closely with us and collaborates with us. And not every network marketing company has a collaborative nature with the field. They think that they drive the field and the most successful companies let the field drive the influence of corporate and how corporate moves. Very important, you guys. Very important. Okay, so then the third thing is having a real marketing plan. And I'm referring to a digital marketing plan or like a social media marketing plan. Because you can always do reach outs. You can always, like scripts are easy. Um doing reach out, like creating reach out scripts for your customers, creating reach out scripts for your, you know, uh, people who have fallen off or your wholesale buyers or your inactive brand, um, you know, business builders, like that's easy. Okay. Like scripts or scripts or scripts like that. Those have existed since the dawn of time. Okay. A social media marketing plan that's effective. That takes skill. That takes skill. And that takes, um, some finesse and some TLC. I know because I have written like a dozen posting plans and launch plans that have been using you using <laughs> that have been used by hundreds of people now with thousands of people now at this point that have gotten them massive results. Okay. I just wrote one we have a, our team has this, uh, not our team, our company is launching a company-wide 90-day mentally fit weight loss challenge. And I, in like 48 hours, this is my jam though, you guys, like copywriting is something I'm passionate about and I have mastered over the course of four years. So I wrote a, a posting plan for this mentally fit weight loss challenge and I whipped up like, I don't know, 10 posts or some 10 posts and color blocks and scripts and all sorts of stuff. And people are running with it. And our volume is going through the freaking roof. Like it's so cool to watch. So having, um, having people, your leaders, your mentors, people on your team who understand marketing, who understand pain point driven marketing, value based marketing transformation-based marketing, okay? Not trying to sell the product, but actually selling the transformation, selling the solution, selling the value. 
if you don't have that, you're going to, it's going to flop. You're only going to get as far as you can reach out and reach outs don't take you as far anymore. You guys, it still help. They help a lot, but they are not, it's only a small portion of what you can do. Okay. And reach outs aren't time leverage. Like we have a lot of automation in our business over here. Like we, we mass text 500 people at once. Like we, we have automation training and systems in place for our team. So this is really important. Do you have mentors? Do you have sidelines? Do you have um, people who can create strategic marketing plans ahead of time so you can hit the ground running and build a runway up to the thing that you're launching? Okay, the product, the challenge, whatever. If not, huge gap, huge gap you're standing in and you're leaving a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money and impact on the table. Okay, last thing is, mm, actually, that's not true. It's two more things. Um, momentum and energy. So this probably seems obvious, like, well, everybody gets excited about new products and everybody gets into momentum, blah, blah, blah. But there's something very <clears throat> powerful about a team rallying together around a marketing plan and a strategy that everybody really feels very strongly about that they actually get results from. So it's not just like, oh, we get excited and we'll get into momentum. It's that the there's proof in the marketing plan and the strategy um, and the company strategy that makes people have a very, un, like an unwavering belief in the fact that if they lock in, they're going to have success too. And when you spread that across a team of thousands, imagine the energy of that and the momentum that happens as people like click in and lock in together and the excitement. Okay. And the tsunami wave that happens for like three months straight. It's not just about people getting excited and getting into momentum. It's about the ripple effect that the company being strategic, the information and collaboration between the leaders in the company, and then the marketing plan that's proven and that works, what it does for the fields. They feel very well taken care of. They feel like, okay, I know I can win here. That creates a very special kind of energy that you may not have ever experienced before, okay? And then the last piece is a um, retention plan. Retention plans are important. And, um, you know, it's of course awesome to have a really successful product launch. But if you don't have a retention plan, what the heck was the point, right? Like you need to have a plan for how are you gonna follow up? How are you gonna manage expectations with your customers? Um, how are you going to care for your customers and your wholesale buyers if you have wholesale buyers? How are you going to communicate with them regularly? If you have 500, like I have a gal on my team who enrolls about, you know, almost 300 people a month. She can't individually reach out to all of them. She needs to have text automation in place, okay, and email automation in place. So having those types of things in place to really make people feel special, to make people feel cared for, um, to give certain people who want that one-on-one -on -one attention the avenue to do so if they need it. Um, having your retention plan in place, very important because you want to maintain 
my throat is so dry today, you guys. You want to maintain those relationships and, you know, continue to uh, connect with those people so that you don't just sell and then lose and sell and then lose. Like, that's the whole point of social selling is that residual income piece. And you want people to start seeing the benefits of your products. And if they only do it for 30 days, they're not going to see the full benefits. So those are my main points. And I know that you can win with with product launches, but you do need to have the whole recipe in place to get the most optimized results. And so let me know if this was helpful to you. I'd love for you to find me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know your thoughts on this podcast and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you like what you hear and are listening on iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review? Reviews are an important part of getting this podcast in front of more people to spread this anti-hustle message. You can also copy this link and share with friends or on social media. And thank you so much for locking arms with me and being a part of this important movement. Remember, social sellers need to learn different and effective strategies that are right for them to grow their business now more than ever. I know together we can spread the word that it's totally possible and it can all be found here on the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. So until next time, crush your goals and stay in alignment.